Welcome to Beware of Spoilers. I am Adam. Now, for those of you out there who have watched both Miss Marvel and um, Obi-Wan Kenobi yesterday, which one comes first today should be no surprise to anyone. Um, also, because it's in the title of the episode, also doesn't hurt to figure out which one's going to be coming first today. Um, talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi's finale. Um, star-studded event, <clears throat> um, with, uh, a few big-name cameos. Liam Neeson came back for, uh, for a small cameo as Qui-Gon Jinn. Um, and then, um, uh, Ian McDermott came back for a small cameo as the Emperor. And I do have some problems with this episode. Number one, um, Reva's subplot feels like it's there to pad out the runtime more than it is to tell an interesting story about Reva trying to get revenge and then ultimately making the choice not to be Anakin. Um... Because now the question is, what happened to Reva? See, and the thing is, too, it's like I read before this season started, like, a, a leaked plot. Like, the, the leaked ending of this show. Um, and it was like, Reva gets killed by by Vader. And then all of a sudden the sites that reported it said they did last-minute reshoots two weeks ago to leave it open-ended if they want to do a season two. And I'm like, that's some bullshit right there. They didn't go back and reshoot, like, that, like, that's so stupid. But the, yeah, they, they called in Ian McDermott on, on a, uh, and it's like, hey, can you come down here? Like, now we need to shoot something because we changed our mind at the last possible second. Like, what the fuck? Um, but, like, I, I feel like the Reva subplot kind of, went the wrong way on this, um, I feel like, I feel like giving, like, what was disservice to her character was waiting until episode five to exposit who she is, and what she's doing, and, and all of that, waiting that long was the problem, episode, um, what's it called, when you get to episode, I would say episode three probably would have been the time to do that, like, that probably would have been the best time, but they, they didn't do it there, um, and then you would have had time, like, if she had her confrontation with Vader there, um, instead of the confrontation between Obi-Wan and Vader there, um, that would have made more sense to me, at least, that would have made more sense, because then it's like, you can do this thing where he, um, where number one, it makes Obi-Wan look dumb, like, it makes Obi-Wan look really dumb. And it makes Vader look like shit. Like, he beat the fuck out of him. Then Obi-Wan does absolutely nothing different for two weeks. Or however long it is between episodes... Uh, between episode... Uh, three when he fights Vader and episode six when he fights Vader. And and then he, and then the fight happens again. And this time, Obi-Wan absolutely kicks his ass. Like, there is no difference in what Obi-Wan does... That would lead you to believe that now all of a sudden he has this, like, he was out of practice for seven years, and, and 
this indeterminate amount of time between episodes, which is presumably only a few days, it, it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, now, the the issue with um, what's it called? The issue with this fight is the other place that I kind of bump into something on this show. Um, this fight between Obi-Wan and Vader. And I think I said this before the show started, um, on 30-minute reviews, when I was talking about the show coming, um, where the show is going to be walking a very fine line. Because ultimately we know that Obi-Wan has to live through to episode 4. We know that Vader has to live on through episode 6. So we know neither of them can die. So whatever fight happens, it, it can't end in a fatality. So now, this fight happens, and Obi-Wan get, gets, you know... And I hate when they do this, because we know that Obi-Wan's going to live through this. There's, there's no way... Like, we know he can't die. Because it, it, he, he's alive in the, in the sequel. Or in, in, the, in, in the original trilogy. Like, we know he can't die there. So, this idea that he can get, he can, he could die, and they're trying to build that suspense, it's like, come the fuck on, it's a Star Wars TV show. Like, at minimum, you can assume that people have seen episode 4, 5, and 6. Even if they haven't seen the prequels or the sequels, and they're sitting down to watch this, you can at least assume they saw episodes 4, 5, and 6. So they know what happens to Obi-Wan, they know what happens to Vader. So, I think that that's part of the problem here. So this fight happens, and then after Obi-Wan gets, you know, nearly killed under a bunch of rocks, and he gets back up, and then he kicks the shit out of Vader, I, I feel like, you know, the, the problem is that... The, how do I put this? Um, so, so, like, him kicking the shit out of him like this, and then, ultimately... There is no reason why here, at the after this fight, Obi Wan leaves Vader alive. There is no reason. Um, because look, realistically, Obi Wan should have killed Anakin on Mustafar in Episode Three, because it's like this idea that is like so, like. It's permeated so far across the Star Wars universe. This idea that, like, you know, we're gonna stab someone or do something to someone that will probably kill them. In all likelihood, it will kill them. But you know what? Fuck it. You know? Let's just, you know, let's let's just leave them here. Let's not make sure they die. Let's just kind of leave them here on the planet and hope for the best. And then, you know, shit happens, it happens. Um... And this idea that, like, we're going to leave, um, like, like, in this, like, in the first case, at least you can say, like, look, he, he didn't want to do it because it was, like, the act of, like, he, he beat Anakin and left Anakin there, and then the act of him physically going over and, and, and doing a finishing blow would have been too much for Obi-Wan to do. It would have, like, that, that would have been, that, that is too hard to do to someone who you have that, 
that that like fraternal bond with. I can I can buy that. Um, I can buy that explanation. I don't like the explanation because realistically, if you saw that, if you saw what happened to him there, and you were like, well, you know, this is the more humane solution. Let me just leave him for dead here and hope the lava gets him and hope no one gets to him. Like that 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 seems kind of not great, you know, but when we get to this episode, it's the same kind of, like, thing, where it's, like, at this point now, this is the origin of the, you know, your, Vader, uh, Vader killed your father, um, betrayed and murdered your father, like, that idea, um, comes from this episode, where he goes, you know, I didn't, um, like, you didn't fail Anakin, I killed Anakin, um, is something that Vader said, and the sequence is cool, don't get me wrong, the idea of the broken mask, and then you hearing the mixture of the voice modulator, plus Anakin's voice, is great, that, that whole, like, that idea is fantastic, I love that idea, my problem is, after he says that, and he says, well, then my friend is truly dead, the next thing that happens should be, like, a swift murder for for, uh, for for Vader. That should be the end of Vader. And not like, okay, I'm gonna leave him here. Like, the state he's in now is not nearly as bad as he was when I left him on Mustafar, because keep in mind, he had three limbs cut off and was left to die by the edge of, like, a lava lake and then lit on fire. Like, that, it's, it's one of those things where it's like the only reason that he does that is because Vader has to live through this. But I postulated when the show began, like, what you need to do is you need to have a fight between Anakin and Obi-Wan that ends with Anakin, or you know, between Vader and Obi-Wan, where Vader presumes Obi-Wan dead. And because Vader presumes Obi-Wan dead, that's where you can get to, like, that's how you can get to the original trilogy without getting through, um, what's it called? Without getting, you know, caught up in all of that. Um, and, and tied in the, in the, in the web of canon, so to speak. Um, what else was there that I, I had, I had problem with, um, the explanation as to why, um, you know, an explanation I would like is why the fuck are they closing down a lane on the expressway during rush hour, instead of doing it, like, in the middle of the day or overnight, um, to fix a light on the side of the road, um, I feel like there, there's a lot of, like, like that whole fight ends poorly because it needs to adhere to canon. Um, if that's what I was saying. Um, fuck. I hate, I hate when I do that. Um, now for a season two, I think I've, I've postulated what I think season two should be. Um, I have a feeling they probably won't do what I think season two should be, 
because they probably, you know, don't necessarily want to, you know, do what I have in mind, which is the, you know, a temporary reestablishment of the Jedi Order, you know, maybe, oh, oh, that was it, that was my other problem that I had with this, is fucking, um, the Emperor being the one to tell Vader, like, because Vader goes, alright, well, we're gonna put all of our resources into tracking down Obi-Wan, and the Emperor goes, are you sure you're not too emotionally attached to this? And it's like, what the fuck? Like, this just thrive on anger and emotional attachment. Like, what, like, that, that's your entire thing. Like, that's been your thing since the beginning. Exploiting rage and emotion. Like, Reva and, what's his name? The Grand Inquisitor both survive in this show. Like, purely due to rage. Like, it's... Why would you be like, you know what, maybe that's not such a great idea, is to have you track down this Jedi, and by the way, he was a master of the Jedi Order, so, you know. Like, it's so fucking stupid. Like, why would the Emperor of all people be like, no, you can't do that? Like... That makes zero sense within the confines of the show, even. Or the confines of the universe. The Emperor should be like, yeah, go fucking kill him. Unless the Emperor is like, you know, him being out there is better for, you know, keeping you angry because you know he's out there. But then, inevitably, when when Obi-Wan gets killed, then who, like, who cares? Like, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't get it. Like, I, 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 I don't understand why that decision was made, where it's like, the Emperor is the one who's like, dude, you gotta chill. Like, that, it's so stupid. Um, and, and that really bothered me for some reason, that it's like, that's not what the Sith do. Like, that's not how that works. Like, the Emperor can't be the one to be like, you gotta calm down. Like, just take a chill pill, you know, calm, you know, calm down. Take a deep breath. It's gonna be okay. Like, that, that that's not the role of the Emperor in all this. Like, the Emperor, the person who built the suit for Vader, and, and in this world, I don't believe, like, based on what everyone else has gone through and survived and had things fixed, I don't believe that necessarily Vader needs to be in that suit. Uh, and I think in one of the books they even established that, like, Vader doesn't necessarily need to be in the suit, but he does need to be kept perpetually angry, uh, and in perpetual pain to fuel his, like, his rage. So, this suit is, is designed to, what's it called, is designed to keep him in constant pain. So, like, what the fuck? Maybe that's the entire thing, is he's like, you know, I'm gonna keep him in pain by doing that, but... My favorite thing about Star Wars has been how much of everything in this world is entirely because Anakin makes the wrong decision. Um, like, how much of everything that happens over the course of all nine movies is entirely because Anakin does the wrong thing. And because Anakin fucks up, that's why everything happens the way it does. Um, because a- Anakin is, um, what, impudent? He is... He, and I, I feel like taking this show and going like, you know, now the Emperor is consciously going to make this bad decision, because ultimately the Emperor's decision here is what leads to the fall of the Empire. Because if the Emperor doesn't make this decision to call off Vader from tracking down Obi-Wan, 
that Obi-Wan can go and uh, go back to Tatooine, go to Luke, then go to the Death Star with Luke um, to rescue Leia, get the plans to the Rebel Alliance, help Luke destroy the Death Star, and then set Luke on the path to Dagobah, where you can meet Yoda, and everything in the, like, everything about this comes back to, now, it's not Vader who just couldn't find him, it is, you know, the, it's the, what's it called, it's the, uh, it's the Emperor who's like, nah, don't bother, you know, and, and, you know, maybe it was a calculated risk, but it appears he's very bad at math, if that's the case, um, so I think we'll wrap up there for today. I think we've covered a lot of ground, and I feel like the, the finale of Obi-Wan Kenobi was not going to be able to live up to expectations. I feel like that's just what happens with shows like this. Like, we, the audience, build up such an idea in our head of what the show is going to be that there is no way that the show could live up to it. That said, I really hate when they put characters who we know are going to live into jeopardized situations. Um... And that's entirely what this episode is, because we know Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru live until the Empire, Empire kills them in Episode 4. We know that Vader li- uh, lives until Episode 6. We know Obi-Wan lives until Episode 4. Uh, the only one in the show who is a major character who who has a role um, in this show is who who isn't alive is Reva. Or, we don't know where Reva is, if she survives past this this show. Like, the fact that she's the only one who could be, you know, put into jeopardy is really dumb. And, like, Luke, Leia, like, all of these characters live past this point. And, and, and they're the ones who are shown to be put in jeopardy. And I could have done without another child chase sequence. Um, that said, this time's a little more understanding as to why, um what's called, as to why, uh, like, Reva couldn't catch him, um, it's because, like, Reva was hurt, like, I understand it here, where I, like, in the first episode, or the second episode, whenever the kidnapping happened, first episode of Leia, um, like, that episode, I couldn't quite understand why, um, what's called, why they couldn't get her, it's just so stupid, like, what the fuck, um, so, uh, so yeah, so we'll wrap up there for today. Uh, and until our next episode, which will be later this evening about Miss Marvel, um, have a great rest of your day, I guess.